If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So change it up a little bit. We did a very heavy NBA show yesterday, and we'll do some more NBA later. But I wanted to begin our number one uh, with football. Good news. Good. This is really bad news. It's a political issue. It's become a political issue whether to play sports or not. And I am on the play sports side. I'm biased here because of my job. But uh, we got some great news. Uh, The Big Ten, you probably heard about this. Maybe you didn't. The Big Ten decided to reverse course. And they turned the boat around. And we thought the horse had left the barn never to come back. But turns out that's not the case. The football programs at National Power, Ohio State, places like Iowa, Nebraska, Michigan, and all the other schools in that conference, will be back on the gridiron. They will begin playing the weekend of October 24th. We will see Big Ten football. And and listen, we don't talk too much college football on this show. We talk mostly about the NFL. But I love on a Saturday to sit back and watch a college football game or two on a Saturday, especially October, November. Uh, Man, is is that fun. And just in time to carve your pumpkin. And watch Ohio State carve up Michigan and all the other teams in the Big Ten on a, a Saturday evening or a Saturday afternoon. And so how did we get to this point? Well, that depends on who you talk to, right? Now, the Big Ten, some of the quotes I was reading out of Big Ten country were, well, the, 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 the political nature of it. No, it wasn't really politics. No, they didn't want to give Trump credit, right? President Trump made a phone call. Uh, also, our colleague Clay Travis uh, here at Fox Sports Radio uh, had a role in that, apparently, according to the Internet. I don't know if I, whether that's true or not, but 
major political points, right? So, but the 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 Big Ten's like, no, 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 no. Uh, it's the science, right? When in doubt, say it's the science. It's the the greatest answer of them all. And so, with the announcement there, of course, the Big Ten can't admit publicly that they did this because of you know some presidential phone call because that would trigger people. So, with that announcement though, the Big Ten's return to college football as they are now getting in lockstep with the Southeastern Conference, the ACC, and the Big 12, attention immediately shifted, right? Because that's how we operate. You spend about two seconds worried about the Big 10, and then you shift, you pivot, all right? You pivot. What about the Pac-12? What about the West Coast college football scene? And so I thought we would spend more time, rather than talk about the Big 10, as I often say at the end of games, the better story is in the losing locker room. And in this case, that would be the offices of the Pac-12 commissioner, Larry Scott. Now, Larry Scott was asked for a statement immediately after the Big Ten announcement came out. I don't know if you heard what he had to say or not. Maybe you missed this. But the long and short of it, uh, Larry Scott, who runs the Pac-12, blamed government regulations and said that they can't practice until the politicians give the Pac-12 approval. What happened next, there's no other way to say it than it's hilarious, like slapstick comedy, because Larry Scott says this, and then within the span of an hour or two hours, the politicians he was referring to had responded by saying, hey, Larry, you have approval why didn't you ask? Why didn't you ask us? Uh, and Larry Scott then had to do the walk of shame with his tail between his legs and admit that, oh, yeah, by the way, we've, we've gotten approval. And he tried to spin it. He tried to spin it, but uh, you're not going to pull the wool over my eyes on this one. So let us discuss. All right, the question, what do you make here? Of Not the Big Ten. This is about the Pac-12. The What do you make of Larry Scott's leadership as the commissioner of the Pac-12 conference and so I've got narcolepsy, cowabunga, and stepchild. And we will connect all of these things together. Now, first of all, Larry Scott, who I've, I've actually met him years ago when he first got hired by the Pac-12. And I don't know him, and he doesn't know me. But I will say this for this guy. He has a knack for doing the wrong thing. If you've got two options, you go to a fork in the road, he is going to go down the wrong highway. The one filled with bandits and snakes and bad weather. He's going to go down that one. And even by those standards, this is impressive. When I saw this play out, and I gave you the gist of it, but it was so silly. Another one of these stories in sports where I thought it was satire. I was like, all right, that must be the Babylon Bee. That's got to be the Babylon Bee. Uh, no, no, maybe it's our, our guy, Sports Talk Barry, friend of the show, Sports Talk Barry. Now, someone was busting balls somewhere because Larry Scott, the guy that runs the Pac-12, got caught snoozing. <sighs> Just like Hollering James that calls the show. He was, he was sleeping, right? Now, my radio diagnosis, based on the events that I have seen play out in recent weeks, recent months, and certainly the last 24 hours – is this guy, Larry Scott, suffers from narcolepsy. Okay, he's falling asleep on the job. He's falling asleep on the job. He might want to take some no-dos. He might want to take some no-dos. Now, this is irresponsible. It's being unprepared. And the most egregious thing we can say about Larry Scott is being oblivious as a leader. Larry Scott should become an author. That's my recommendation. He should leave the Pac-12 and become an author he can write the book, I'm sure he's already started it, on how to lead a respected college conference into eternal damnation. He can write that book. He's authoring it right now in real time. Now, secondly, the thing that really struck me about this particular chapter, and when we look back on it, we can analyze it and break it apart and all that stuff, but just in real time, the, the attitude of the Pac-12, we've touched on it in previous episodes of the show, you had Big Ten parents, families, coaches, angry, right? Angry. They were frosting over. They were so upset. And you know, they, they were out there marching around, holding torches and pitchforks, demanding there be a college football season. 
That's Big Ten country. Football matters. Football's important in the Big Ten, in that part of the country. And they wanted to play. They demanded to play. And the Big Ten people that ran that conference said, no, 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 no. And the, the players and the, the parents were like, hey, th- these guys are willing to follow the safety protocols. They, they just give us a chance. And they refused to accept the Big Ten stance. Now, in the end, the people that were pushing back won because they kept the pressure on. And for that, those responsible get a gold star. Good job by you at Nebraska. They filed a lawsuit. Good job by them. Ohio State keeping the pressure on the Big Ten muckety-mucks. And another thought I had when I was thinking about college football and the landscape in college football is I, you, have to, you have to give it up for those lovable hillbillies from the South who get mocked by the Northerners and uh, goofed on and all that. And uh, the people below the Mason-Dixon line in this little story about college football, uh, from the very beginning, we're going to play. We're going to figure it out. We're going to play. The SEC, we're going to play. The ACC, we're going to play. And the Pac-12, no, nope, we're done. Big Ten, no, nope, we're done. That's it. See you later. But in particular, let's focus in and lock in our, our radar on the Pac-12. What did the Pac-12 do? Well, the Big Ten families and coaches and the parents and all were screaming and shouting and having a hissy fit. By and large, now not everybody, there were some small factions of the Pac-12, but we do broadcasting, not narrowcasting. And so the broad Pac-12, they said collectively, cowabunga, dude! Yeah, let's go out surfing, maybe we'll catch a wave. And Larry Scott's leadership, I I go back to Larry Scott again, the Pac-12 commissioner. This was his Bud Selig moment. It's going to work out for him, but not by anything he did. Right, But this is his Bud Selig moment. Now, the great moment, boy, it's almost been 20 years, the All-Star game in 2002, and it was on Fox. You better watch. And that was in Milwaukee. Bud Selig's nightmare. If you've forgotten or you weren't around then, Bud Selig threw his arms up in the air. Right? Threw his arms up in the air, literally in the 11th inning of a tie game. All right, 11th inning of a tie game in the All-Star game because the umpires had told him that both the National League and American League All-Star teams had run out of pitchers. There were guys racing to the airport as soon as they got taken out of the All-Star game. Uh, and so Bud Selig meets with the umpires. He throws his arms up in the air. And, uh, sorry, game's a tie. And then, like, the next couple years, home field advantage for the World Series was decided out of the All-Star game because of Bud Selig's screw-up. Well, this is Larry Scott's screw-up. And nothing he did led to the outcome, which is a positive outcome. What Larry Scott did for the Pac-12 football season, he meekly tossed his arms up. He gave a shoulder shrug and said, golly gee whiz, sorry guys, there's no football. And now it appears that they are indeed on track to return in late October, early November. They, there will be a college football season for the, big, for the Pac-10 uh, Pac-12, as they follow the Big Ten, excuse me. Uh, but that's all because of the Big Ten. Like, the Pac-12 is the little brother that follows around the older brother, right? They're, they, they're followers in the Pac-12. They're not leaders. And now, the last point here. When you look at the social order of collegiate football, and you have the haves and the have-nots, and the haves are the power five, right? Power five. It is such a humiliation for the Pac-12. And there are some schools that have had great runs over the years individually. Uh, USC has been, not now, but they used to be amazing in college football. You think of uh, Oregon when they had their run. Washington's had some great teams in that conference. Uh, And and you go down through all the the, the schools. Stanford had their run uh, when they had some good teams uh, year after year. Uh, and, And you go... Point by point. But then you look at the the whole, not the individual teams, and they are at the bottom of the food chain. right? In theory, you have the power five, but the SEC is at the very top. And everyone else is below that, kind of in the middle there. And there's debate, is it the ACC because of Clemson? Are they number two? Is it the Big Ten because of Ohio State? What about the Big 12? But nobody puts the Pac-12 ahead of any of those other conferences. And Larry Scott, this is a great lesson, life lesson. 
You can get paid to do nothing. Larry Scott makes $5.3 million a year. To do what? I have no idea. They have the worst television deal the Pac-12 does in college football. The conference as a whole has become the ugly, redheaded stepchild of college football under his watch. Under his watch. Wasn't always that way. And these other conferences look at the Pac-12, they're like an unwanted nuisance. And yet, he continues to march on. It's the Peter principle in play here. You reach your highest level of incompetence, and you stay there. And Larry Scott, who appears to be a stumble bum, maybe you can go back to the tennis world. I guess that's where they found him, right? The tennis world. But his reign of terror in the Pac-12 has no end. This goes on and on and on and on. Yikes. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to comment on any of that, you can certainly join us here at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Now, later on, uh, if you're with us through the full journey into the overnight, very few people make it all the way to the end of the show. I don't blame you. Uh, we're going to have Ask Ben later. So if you want to send those questions in on Twitter, use the hashtag Ask Ben. And maybe your question will be used on the air. That'll be in hour number three. We got with third degree next hour. We'll have Puck the World. We got Benny versus the Penny, the preview for the Thursday night NFL game. And boy, this is like Dick and Dayton's nightmare twice a year. You've got our friend Dick and Dayton who calls the last hour a couple times a week because you've got the Browns and the Bengals. And I'm guessing Dick will be working late at the Lowe's in Beaver Creek, Ohio, in, uh, in Dayton, the Dayton area there. And so he probably won't even watch the game. But we'll have a look at that a little His bit later. His name is Dave, and he's known as Dave. Some of Dick's great work here on the show. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Maller here. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash SportsTireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So the Clippers fail chemistry... 101, and we go back into the basketball world. No NBA on Wednesday. All was quiet at the resort in Orlando, where many a player is complaining about the wear and tear of having to live in a resort in Florida, which many people find uh, really difficult, the hardship of that. But uh, the NBA bubble, so no games last night, and uh, we'll have double barrel action, I believe, tonight in uh, the NBA. And the lead is, again, the Clippers. Everyone's talking about the Clippers. When I say everyone's talking about the Clippers, this is a dog pile situation. The Clippers were talking the talk. They didn't walk the walk. And so now everyone else who works with the NBA around the different teams who was upset with the Clippers and they were the interlopers and what are they doing? So now they're just taking cheap shots. And that's I have no problem with it. Listen, the Clippers deserve it. They embarrass themselves, and this is part of the package. When you go out and are gutless pukes in the playoffs, this is what happens. All right, so this continues to be our lead story in the basketball ecosystem. So how on God's green earth did these Schmendricks end up blowing double-digit leads in three consecutive games? Now, many basketball pundits have been doing an autopsy on the Clippers and what happened. And I read some of these stories, and they all had the same theme. They all had the same theme. Now, maybe you missed them, so I I will do the dirty work for you. Uh, And the general synopsis of these stories is that the Clippers lost, not because they weren't talented, but they didn't have good, in air quotes, chemistry, right? Team chemistry. Uh, yeah. Now, this is something that was referred to right after the game, and this this has been the popular excuse that has been handed out. It's kind of think of it like a cake that is not fully cooked. It's got all the right ingredients, and the cake will be really good if it cooks the full amount of time, but it's not fully cooked. So there were also reports of a heated locker room brouhaha in exchange between Montrez Harrell the sixth man of the year, and PG-13. That's right, PG-13, the chicken, right? He's, uh, yeah, lays a lot of eggs in the playoffs, lays a lot of eggs, and so there was a meltdown in Denver. Now, God forbid these guys bicker in the playoffs in the locker room. That never happens, and teams don't win after that happens, unless they do. They're all supposed to sit around and roast marshmallows over the fire and sing songs and pat each other on the back. Of course, that's not how it works. All right, so the question. Let's get right to it, all right? I've addressed this, but we need to address it again because if I read one more story about the Clippers losing because of chemistry, I'm going to punch someone, all right? Did the Clippers really lose a playoff series three games in a row where they choked because of chemistry? Of course not. This is the dumbest thing I've heard all week. I've got the boilerplate, torts, and the Teflon Dawn. And we will tie all of these things together. Now, uh, the, the obvious answer, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. This is dumb. Not a single, not a single NBA pundit worth their salt said anything prior to the Clippers uh, losing the last three games. When the Clippers had a chokehold on the series against the Denver Nuggets, and they're up 3-1, to one, uh, oh, the Clippers are great. Told you they'd be good. They're living up to expectations. And then they go into the hospice and they uh, they meet their maker. And so here we have what's called after-the-fact reporting. Everyone's a genius all of a sudden after the outcome. And you have to come up with an explanation. This has always been my 
my argument, I, I have buddies of mine that are, uh, work for newspapers and are sports writers and things like that, and I, you know, I've gotten into debates uh, at, at different times with some of them about what happens when teams lose because it's, it's really just laziness. And I'm not good at radio, but I'm not lazy. And, and, and I'm bothered by this. It's, I call it the grab bag of lazy sports cliches. And when a team loses, you have to come up with a reason. So some of the popular excuses when a team loses is they were trying to do too much. That's more of a baseball excuse when a, a good hitter bats like 170 and strikes out every time like Cody Bellinger. He was trying to do too much. Right. Uh, we've mentioned many times over recent weeks, momentum, which is bullcrap in sports. Intangibles is another popular. They just didn't have the intangibles. They didn't have the intangibles. Uh, I also like they were lacking savvy veteran leadership. Or how about this one? They didn't have the championship pedigree. Now, you couldn't say that for the Clippers because the Clippers had Kawhi Leonard, savvy veteran. Paul George, savvy veteran. They had championship pedigree with Kawhi Leonard uh, as well. Uh, and, and so you couldn't use those. And these things are all used, and chemistry is part of this, in the grab bag. Go into the bag, pull something out of the grab bag. right? But the thing about this sports writer jargon, these are things used to rationalize the outcome of a game. Uh, and then forgotten... Depending on the result. Like if you win, you say you won because of momentum, right? That's what dumb people say about the Nuggets. They won because of momentum. No, they didn't. Or they had intangibles. These are, depending on the outcome, either you win, you have those, or if you lose, you don't. But it is infuriating. It's just, it's, it's just annoying and upsetting and all that. It's insulting. That's the word. It's insulting to our collective intelligence. And it's just boilerplate reporting. NBA history. We'll just stick to the NBA. I could go through baseball and football. But NBA history filled with big stars who had beefs with teammates. Right? They had a beef with this guy and that guy. And they still won championships. You know, somewhat recently here in the, the 2000s, the Lakers had a, a run in the early 2000s with Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. And these guys were at each other's throats. Now, since Kobe died, Shaq's trying to make it seem like it wasn't like that as much. But trust me, I was around those teams back in those days. They didn't like each other, right? And they took shots at each other in the media all the time. But you know what? They made plays. They won games. They didn't choke. More recently, Kevin Durant who was never really eye-to-eye with many of his teammates on the Golden State Warriors. But guess what? They won, but they didn't have great chemistry. And if those teams had lost, if the opposite had happened, then the lazy reporters would have said it's because of chemistry. And I've often told the story, when I first started covering the NBA as a radio reporter in the early 90s, the L.A. Clippers playing at the Memorial Coliseum arena, the sports arena there, in LA. We called it the mausoleum because uh, it felt like a mausoleum. They had some teams with really good chemistry. Guys loved each other. They had each other's back. They hung out together on the road all the time. They really had this bond. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. They had a bond. They had great camaraderie, and they were just wonderful together. Very pleasant, good guys, young guys that were all lottery picks. They loved each other. There was one problem. Despite having great chemistry, they blew at playing basketball. They sucked. Uh, and, and so it didn't matter. Now, part B of this, I would like to move to a parallel dimension where people are just honest. All right? Give me the torts treatment. The great NHL coach, John Tortorella, we sucked at a time you cannot suck. Just say that and drop the mic and see you later. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. You sucked. And we sucked at a time that you can't suck. That's all you got to say. There's no need for all this other nonsense. I like the no-nonsense person. There's not very many of them in sports. The Clippers were the roosters of the NBA. They were the roosters, right? They laid an egg. 
They couldn't make open shots. Shots they made wide open, corner three-point shots. The shots that killed the Mavericks, they could not make those at the end of the series against the Denver Nuggets. So whether they had the yips or whatever it was, the struggle was real. The human mind is amazing. These great athletes suffering from sudden yips and can't make open shots. It wasn't because of great Nuggets defense. It was simply a lack of making shots. They sucked at a time you cannot suck. Period. Hard stop. And the Clippers had this massive stockpile of weapons. The analogy is this. The analogy is you go into battle and you've got the most guns. You've got all kinds of guns. Big guns, small guns. You've got bazookas. You've got tanks. You've got everything. But you have no ammunition. You're firing blanks. That's what the, the Clippers had all the big guns, but at the end they didn't have any bullets. And it was embarrassing. Now the last word here. All right, let's address the Komodo dragon in the room. Multiple reports saying, despite being the laughingstock coach of the NBA in this moment, Doc Rivers will somehow survive and be back next season. Now, my head is still spinning, and I hope these reports are wrong. Uh, if they are accurate, I'm going to need extra meds, and I'm going to see my shrink here. I'm going to see my therapist because uh, this is ridiculous. Now, we are hearing that Kawhi Leonard has given the thumbs up and the green light for this to happen, which is a stunning juxtaposition. And you have coached teams now, Doc Rivers, two of the biggest pushovers in NBA history. He owns almost 25% of the three-to-one choke jobs. And this guy's given immunity? What, is Rob Manford now running the Clippers? And Oh, no, we'll give him a free pass. We'll let him skate. Am I missing something? Listen, Doc Rivers... Call like it is. He is the Teflon Don of coaches. If he keeps this job, and he must have incriminating photographs of somebody. And again, Doc has a charming personality. He's got the gift for gab, which are all good qualities. But isn't it a result-based business, the NBA? And this is the most important year in franchise history coming up because after next season, Kawhi Leonard can exit stage right, and Paul George can exit. So they have to be better. They have to get to the conference finals at least next year to convince those guys to stay. And most of NBA coaches, and I've been, I've ripped NBA coaches, and I'm not, I'm not being two faced and a snake and all that. I don't believe most coaches in the NBA do much, much of anything other than motivationally based coaching. Right, encouragement, rah rah, keep guys focused. There's a little X's and O's sprinkled in there. But Doc Rivers and his players, when it came to halftime adjustments, miserable failures. And I don't need to go into the stats, but my advice, all right, Maller advice. If they keep Doc Rivers, the rule is you can you can stay on as coach, but you gotta hire a new assistant coach. You know who I recommend? Former Seattle Mariners manager John McLaren. I don't want Doc giving the halftime speech. You know what I want? At halftime, and we'll see if Roberto can put this up on the spot, I want to see John McLaren at halftime address the Clippers when they're not playing that well in the second quarter. And I want, you know what it's going to sound like? Here's, here's what it's going to sound like We're with a real coach. Every day and got nothing to show for it. I'm tired of losing. I'm trying to get my ass beaten. So are those guys. We're going to change this around and get after it and only we can do it the fans are pissed off and i'm pissed off and the players are pissed off and that's the way it is there's no easy way out of this can't feel sorry for ourselves gotta buckle it up and get after it tired of damn losing this every night and we bust our ass. it's got to be a total team effort to turn this thing around and that's it yeah that is coaching that is motivational. That is what I want my coach to be. Now, I realize John McLaren was not only a manager, he sucked as a manager, but I don't care. I want to hear that from my coach, and you should, whatever team you like, you should want to hear that from your coach. I liked him in that spot. I really no, did. No, that's what I'm stuck with. I'm stuck with Doc Rivers and Dave Roberts and Sean McVay, who runs around following uh, Bill Belichick like a puppy dog in the Super Bowl. I want to hear my coach say I'm tired of losing. Right, tired of getting our, your ass beat, and go. Got to buckle it up and get after it. Got to be a total team effort. That's what I want to hear. Give me more guys like that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change. 
consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zin.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey, it's Maller here. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, Kubalo. Ben, so you'd probably be uh, one of the first to admit that the Saints' win was more about uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks' poor play than anything that the Saints did. Uh, well, now we are hearing that the Saints expect to be without Michael Thomas for several weeks. You think they'll be able to stay above water? Yeah, I think they'll be average. Uh, New Orleans scored 34 points last week against Tampa. Drew Brees only had 160 yards passing in that game. Michael Thomas is going to be out for the next couple of games at least. Um, and so they, 13 of those points, though, were the direct result of mistakes by the Bucks. So they really only scored 21 points without help, which is a bad sign. And my theory is that Sean Payton's going to have to reinvent things on the fly here. They're going to have to become more of a defensive team and a running team uh, over the next few games, at least, until Drew Brees gets going again. So I'm leaning towards the Raiders this weekend. So I think they'll be average. They're not going to fall apart. Next! So Cam Newton ran the ball 15 times on Sunday, but he told the media that he's not concerned about that kind of usage taking a toll in his body throughout the season. Should he be? 
Well, they're not going to play that way every game. They can't. Teams are going to adjust. I'm sure Pete Carroll is going to fill everyone eight man in the box and, and force Cam Newton to throw. Miami wasn't good enough to do that. But I here's the way I look at it. Cam Newton at his best is a dual threat quarterback. He's got to run. He's got to run. Uh, he's better at that than throwing. His throwing's better when he's running. So you're going to have to risk the injury to make this work for the Patriots. And the Patriots, they're treating him like a used car or a rental car from Logan Airport. They're going to run Cam Newton into the ground and give the keys back. Next! So it's only week two, and we're already hearing talks of an Odell Beckham Jr. trade. Uh, ben, let's make, uh, make believe and pretend that Beckham gets to choose where he's traded to. Uh, where's the best and or like realistic spot for him to revive his career? Well, a guy lives in L.A. in the offseason. How about the L.A. Rams? You can ram it all day. You can ram it all night in L.A. Uh, if not there, how about the Patriots? They need help as the, at the outside receiver position. Also, the 49ers would, would be a good option. Seattle as well. All right, how do we do, Coop? He passed this edition. There it is. That is a winner. Thank you very much. Another win, unlike Doc Rivers. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Ask Ben, ask Ben, ask Ben, ask Ben. It's now time for... Time for... Well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. Now your questions are answers for the rest of... Of the hour, the rest of the hour, and we go over to the Koopa Loop for the reading of the questions. Very enthusiastic reading of the questions. This is an interesting one, Ben. Okay. Uh, this is from uh, the Eddie Garcia Shame Tour account. Interesting. Uh, the question is for you. Uh, do you think you would have gotten into sports talk radio if you were a successful child actor? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I probably, I mean, that's a good life. If I could have kept going, I probably would have kept going in uh, the acting stuff. I don't, I don't know, but I, I always loved sports radio when I was growing up, so maybe. I don't know. Eddie? Uh, that's just for you. Oh, just for me. I thought yes. it was funny. All right, I was confused by that. I got one. You see Mr. Nice Guy? He says, new item alert at his grocery store in Northern California. Again, Beer- not tagging me? Yeah, he didn't tag you. He said, beer-flavored peanuts. This is, and I'm looking at a photo here. It's na- It looks... Looks like a natural light mixed with planters peanuts. Uh, I'll pass. Natural light, I'll pass. <laughs> Natty light, you beer, don't want to pass. Beer drinking, Brian, Brian has just yeah. sent half pint to the store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the John Deere, right? On the John Deere. I'll have to ask beer drinking Brian later whether or not he would be interested. He probably makes his own. He doesn't need mixed together. Cooper, are you interested in that? No. What if they came out with like peanuts mixed with weed? Would you be in on that? Nah, I'm not. I'm not big into the edibles thing. All right. Uh, what's next? He's a purist. Yes, he's old school. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, This next question is from uh, Dave on Twitter. It's for everybody. Hi, Uh, Dave. Name a movie that's... call him Dave. (laughs) Name a movie that scared the crap out of you. Oh, man. Well, when I was a kid, like... Uh, everything scared. Gremlin scared the crap out of me. Believe it or not, <laughs> I was like freaked out by that. And they were all lovable, and then they weren't lovable anymore. And it really freaked me out. Uh, what about you, Eddie? Anything come to mind? I remember. I remember when I was a kid, I was very freaked out by Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn. That, that was the that one, one was scary. Yeah, I didn't. That's a I great didn't. One. But I didn't even see it. I just saw the previews, and it scared me. <laughs> but like my mom wouldn't let me go to like scary movies. Yeah, you know? same we had, here. We had to like sneak into them, you know. And my mom wouldn't know. But so they like the closest I got was Gremlins to a scary movie. What about you, Roberto? Uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street definitely scared the crap out of me, and uh, The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Oh, old school. Yeah. That is just that is like a, you said, just watching the previews of that thing scared the crap out of me. Yeah. They really do those horror movie previews really Yeah. Good. Yeah, they scare you in like a minute they can scare you. Right, or two minutes. What about you, Coop? Uh this is more new school, I guess, but uh the sixth sense was terrifying when when it first came out. That really? the heebie jeebies? Yeah, I mean I mean huh. I, th- I think I was maybe uh Ten or eleven when that came out, so I see dead people. Yeah, there's a lot of good jump scenes, and it was pretty eerie. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, let's pause for the cause here. Yes, we'll have more. Ask Ben. I am on time. Mather by the clock for the clock, 
and plausibly all about the clock. And so we will have more of Ask Ben. Keep the questions coming in. I am looking. We tweeted out which TV slash movie robot does Wrigley Field drone, the Wrigley Field drone look like. <laughs> Nostradinus from Seattle said the Clash of the Titans owl. Manic Mike said Wall E. DJ Don John, Big Big Rob saying batteries not included. Uh, Johnny short circuits, Johnny five. We're getting a lot of different answers. So I guess the answer is that this drone looks like, like old, pretty much everything. Uh, we will get to ask Ben your questions, our answers. We'll get to that and we will do it next. Fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. And it is Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. The rest of the hour, we go back to the Coop Dalu, Justin Cooper. Oh, this is a good one from Manic Mike. This is for everybody. Uh, if you had to change your name and uh, switch it to uh, you know, name yourself after one of the planets, which would you pick? Oh, Uranus. Come on. Wouldn't that be great? Uranus Maller. That'd be perfect. I listen to Fox Sports Radio, the home of Uranus Maller. Be awesome. No? <laughs> it's fitting. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Eddie? Oh, that's an interesting question. I got to say, I've never considered that question in my Can life. Can you name uh, all the planets, Eddie, that are known in the solar system uh, that we have I don't, named? I, mm, I don't know if I, I know how many there are, so I don't know if I could name all There's of them. that what? many, right? Mercury, on, Neptune, Pluto, yes. Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, Venus. That's seven. Earth is eight. I think you missed. Uh, Uranus, did you say Neptune? Nine. Did you say Neptune? I, I think I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I think you got, got them all. all. I think all right. that's all. all, right. yeah. all right. uh, how, about, uh, how about Jupiter? I'll go with Jupiter Garcia. Jupiter Garcia. Yeah. yeah. There's a Jupiter, Florida. I've been there. Yeah. It's good. A lot of uh, chain restaurants. All right, what uh, about the you? last one I would pick would be Uranus. <laughs> no, I'd be funny. For comedy reasons, you oh, pick yeah. Uranus. Yeah, funny. What about you, Roberto? Venus. <laughs> Venus. The goddess of love. Yeah. I think. After the great Val Venus. <laughs> You'd be the Venus flytrap. Is what, I, I, what about you? Kubo? Venus Flores is not bad. Yeah, there you go. It's all right. See, sounds I, like a, doesn't that sound like a stripper? Yeah, it sounds like a porn yeah, a star. Bit, thing. Yeah. or porn star. Yeah, yeah porn star. Yeah. I, I was debating between two different ones. I, I would, I would probably go Jupiter because it sticks with the J theme, and it would make you stupider. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I think the I think the coolest name would be Neptune. Yeah, that's Neptune like, Cooper. If you're in a if yeah. you're in a band, wouldn't that be good if you're in the band? Yeah. Neptune. <laughs> Neptune <laughs> yeah, in the stars. Yes. <laughs> All right. It is asked by this. I got an email, a coop, a question for you on the email. Now, he says, Will Koopa Loop yeah, this is from Steve, will Koopa Loop continue to be an Angels fan <laughs> after Artie Marino? Uh, campaign for Donald Trump. You're uh, Coop. Are you going to jump off the Angel bandwagon <laughs> now, Coop? I, I saw that he he was at the Latinos for Trump in uh, Arizona. Yeah, n- yeah. I'm I'm still going to be an Angels fan. You're uh, not giving up. All right. Yeah, All right, but I but, but I, I've I have I have many more problems with Artie Marino than than just him voting for Trump. At least he spends money. You could be a Pirates fan. The owner doesn't do a damn thing with sitting on yeah, his ass. Yeah, but what did, he, what did he spend money on? Uh, a- aging superstars past their prime? <laughs> it's better yeah. than uh, uh, spending it on co- nothing. Cocaine addicts? Whoa! Uh, wow, that is a low blow <laughs> by Koopa Loop. Wow! <laughs> Vicious! Going for the jug. I love a couple of cocaine addicts he's, on my he's team. He's probably right? spending more money on cocaine players that are cheap. no longer on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, well, it's hard to imagine. I mean, everyone they signed Albert Pujols, everyone's, oh, this was a great signing. Yeah, right. All right, what's next here? It is Ask Ben. Your questions are answered. So Coop says he's going to continue to support the Halos. Uh, You're not going to go over to the Dodgers. <laughs> no. Uh, another interesting one by uh, from late night drug user, or no, drug tester, excuse me. <laughs> It's a big difference between drug user and drug tester, unless there's not. Cocaine isn't cheap. Just just a matter of time. That's the difference. Uh, This is for the whole crew. If you were to be honored with your portrait on currency, uh, a coin or a bill, what would you want on the other side? Wait, wait. So I'm confused by the question. So you have my pictures on one side. What's on the other side? Yep. You know what I'd really like? I'd like to be on a credit card. 
Because but no, that doesn't work. There's, no, but no, nobody the other really side uses of the credit card is the magnetic strip. That's exact. So I want a magnetic strip because nobody uses cash. Who uses cash? I mean, I don't use. Do you use cash? I very Sometimes. rarely use cash. I very rarely use cash. Uh, I don't know. I, a picture of a radio microphone. I don't know what do you want, Eddie. What do you want to put in the back? Well, usually I believe on the other side of money, it's some sort of a building. Yes. Uh, so I will go with Bulldog Stadium in Fresno, California, oh the God. home of my beloved Fresno State Bulldogs. <laughs> you know, Eddie, um, when I when I when I drove to Sequoia, I drove through your old hometown in Porterville. Oh my God! And, and I was going to stop and take a picture, but I didn't do it. I right through Porterville. Drove right by the high school. There's a military uh, like high school thing there, and I drove right by that. Yeah, that's not my high school. I'm on the other side of town, but it's okay. Well, I know, I know. All right, uh, what about you, Roberto? It's got to be Dodger Stadium, man. Chavez Ravine. Chavez Ravine. Right there, blue heaven on earth. Well, Damn Koopa, right. Koopa Loop. A bong. Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. A drive-through. So uh, they're related, you know. Yeah. Well, I could put a Raising Cane's on the back of mine. Oh, I would be go. okay with that. Love that place. Absolutely. All right. Let's keep it going. we got time for maybe one, maybe two more. Quick one. If we uh, can get that this in. is from No Help for the whole crew. Yeah. Uh, have you ever worn an elaborate costume for something other than Halloween? Yeah, I wore a paper bag on my hat <laughs> last night to do the, the show, and I've, I've dressed up for radio before. I've worn dumb outfits. That's about it. Uh, what about you, Eddie? A friend of mine had a birthday party. It was like a, some murder mystery thing, and I had to dress up like a lawyer. So I, I wore a suit and tie and uh, took a and, briefcase. And, and you did that murder mystery thing, right? And when I won. Were... I was the murderer. Yeah, there you go. All right, Wait, real is that quick. winning? I guess. I don't, I, go ahead, uh, Roberto, quick No, night. no, just, just Halloween. Just Halloween. Koopa Loop. Uh, s- certain acting roles I've had to dress up as weird stuff. Oh, really? Even for porn? <laughs> <laughs> the journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.